You're listening to Part B of the Prabhu Podcast for July 20th, 2005, sponsored by HariKrishna.com. The uh, the other incident, uh, then of course when Prabhupada called my name and and um, it, your mind is so bewildered, agitated, and, uh, excited, all these things combined that you're actually there in front of Prabhupada and he's looking at you and he's handing you the beads and then he tells you what your name is. So, because Rochan is really not a very common name, I mean, it's mentioned in the Bhagavatam once or twice, and um, whereas Lochan is a common name, uh, that we hear in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, you know, for the rest of the day, until somebody actually told me, I thought my name was Lochan, not Rochan. And, you know, I couldn't, you, you just can't hear, you know, Prabhupada very clearly when your mind is so um, worked up. And the same thing really uh, took place later on in the day when uh, Prabhupada was giving Brahminical initiation. And in this case, Prabhupada was in another big room, and he was sitting at one end of the room on a, on a, just on a cushion. And the program was that, you know, you would walk into the room, just you and Prabhupada, walk all the way down to the end of the room, and you would sit in front of Prabhupada, and he would whisper in your ear the Gayatri Mantra. So, of course... I, you know, it wasn't registering. I mean, it wasn't like you know. I I even heard it. I suppose I did in my subconscious or my my soul, but not that uh, during that period, during that experience, that I actually <laughs> hear the guy dream mantra, but probably whispered in my ear. And then uh, I, you know, paid my obeisances. And then I looked at Prabhupada, and the look that I got from Prabhupada, I mean, maybe my imagination, but it it almost seemed like he was looking and thinking, who, who are these people? They're so far from being Brahmins, you know, and I'm giving a Brahminical initiation to them. And um, what, you know, they're, they're so far from being qualified, but... This was the transcendental program of the Sampradayacharya, that uh, those who were willing to step up and, uh, you know, participate were given all this inconceivable mercy that, uh, you know, just exemplifies the principle of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come indiscriminately, open up the storehouse of love of God and just distribute it to, to everyone, even especially the most fallen. You know, we were... You know, Krishna was putting on the transcendental pastime, a play that, uh, and Prabhupada was the central figure, and uh, there was a mission to perform, uh, namely to spread Krishna consciousness in the West. And Prabhupada was uh, the deputed Nityasiddha who was sent to do this, uh, <coughs> to perform this activity, as per, as is, was predicted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, we came out of. We were motivated by innumerable different uh, you know, 
reasons to participate. We stepped forward and said, "Okay, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to uh, put my life on hold and and uh, see what this is all about and uh, just engage me in, in Christian service." And we we were engaged. Prabhupada was willing, able, qualified, spiritually advanced, and uh, at the same time, this pastime was predetermined by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we were in some ways, and I believe, empowered to do things that we probably can't even do to this very day after the pastime was wound up, just as Arjun couldn't even fight off some decoits after the Battle of Kurukshetra had finished you know, sometime later because it wasn't part of Krishna's pastimes. I mean, it wasn't, you know, this is after Krishna had left. So, <coughs> not, that's a bit of speculation. I'm sure that you, one can uh, get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and of Prabhupada if one is pure enough, surrendered enough, uh, and is ready to go out and preach Krishna consciousness. You will uh, be given the, the, the potency and power to do what is it, what is needed or wanted or desired by them. But uh, during that period, the most unqualified people, I mean, I meet people the same age as myself, I would just realize, I mean, I was that age, and we were doing what we were doing back then. And we were running temples. I mean, this is, you know, 30, 40, 50 people. And that was just a medium temple. And all these people depended on us for leadership, and all them depended on us to organize and to... Uh, you know, inspire and to and to uh, you know do many many things. Of course, we made many many mistakes, but overall, there was results. There was pretty phenomenal results. And deities were being worshipped, and books were going out, and sankirtan parties, and prasadam distribution, and preaching programs, and ratha yatras, and and it was all done by you know twenty year olds, and uh, who were somehow or other cooperating with each other, which you know for twenty year olds. That's pretty difficult also. But, uh, you know, that's the program and that's the uh, how, what was going on at that period of time, especially uh, in that period of Prabhupada's Leela period of ISKCON when uh, in the early 70s uh, when, um, <coughs> you know, the, the real boom period was taking place and the temples were popping up everywhere and people were joining in droves. And uh, in which in these days people uh, recall or recollect those who are old enough to uh, that uh, and wonder why it's not happening the way it did back then. Of course, that's a whole other story. But anyway, that's what was going on back then. We, um, I, I was given uh, initiation, and that began an, another chapter in my Krishna consciousness. And uh, from there, many other stories, um, uh, you know, endless experiences and ventures took place, uh, one after another. And uh, within that seven-year period, when I first, you know, joined, uh, you know, Prabhupada's movement, um, and uh, or became aware of Prabhupada and Krishna consciousness and the Hare Krishna mantra and the Sankirtan, uh, to the time when Prabhupada left. It, it was like lifetimes. There was just endless situations that are memorable and uh, that have 
can never be duplicated, can never be, you know, you can't artificially or Im imitate or re reconstruct that kind of uh, circumstance uh, today. And uh, it's it's great uh, to reminisce on it. It's great to recall uh, what what took place. And um, some of it was fantastic and uh, happy times. And, you know, let's face it, some of it was traumatic and shocking and difficult uh, because, you know, purification and serving Krishna is not necessarily just all a bed of roses, as they say. It's uh, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of problems. Uh, but these problems were actually resolved in amazing sort of mystical, practical ways that uh, it may not be what would take place nowadays, but um, it was all, of course, worth it. No one would ever trade, no one I know, of course, who is a sincere devotee who is still practicing and serving and, and is a Prabhupada follower, would ever trade that experience for anything. So... That's the uh, the pastime or the of the the person who uh, should have s sat up properly, and uh, that whole initiation period of my life, which I'm now sharing with you. Thank you very much. This concludes the Prabhu podcast for July 20th, 2005. Hare Krishna.